Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? In an uncertain world, in a chaotic time, justice wears a mask. to make a pretty lethal combination. Ah! Train me, let me be your partner. Who's your tailor? But first, let's meet our contestants. Going down. If the bat wants to play, we'll play. <laughs> <laughs> Was that over the top? Mid sip. I'll drink my mid coffee. Sip. <laughs> Damn, I feel all boring like a glass. All I have is water. Anyway, you are. Hey, everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Download Podcast Show. I'm Darren Jenkins, and I'm Chris Saunders. And on today's show, we are joined by a fellow podcaster and host of the Apocalypse Now podcast, Joanna Van Tyne. Uh, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm so excited to be here and relive my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're reliving it. We're all going to relive a little bit today. I'm not sure how to feel about this movie, but we're getting in. Are you not? You're movie. not sure how to? Okay. I'm not sure I have sure a lot of things it. to say about this movie. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about this movie. <laughs> um, good choice. Um, we are doing the 1995... Batman Forever film. Uh, the synopsis, Batman must battle former district attorney Harvey Dent, who is now Two-Faced, and Edward Nigma, the Riddler, with help from an, amor- an amorous, psycho- amorous? amorous psychologist and young circus acrobat who becomes a psychic Robin. The budget was uh, $100 million and the nice. box office was $336.6 million. Oh, so it made some money. It made some money. I think Batman always makes money. That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. You can put yeah. nipples on Batman and it still sells. Yeah, we're going to have to get into that part too, man. I totally well, forgot about that. Well, I mean, so it made money despite despite an IMDb rating of 5.4 out of 10. There are Rotten Tomatoes 38% by the critics and 32% by the audience. No, oh. I was reading and then someone said that this was the, the question was is Batman Forever a bad movie? And the, the answer was um bad movie is just that it was between batman and batman and robin and it gets a i'm like no 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 let's we watch this unto itself and this wasn't compare it to itself this is let's compare it to itself and let's get i guess let's just jump right in all right first question what the fuck does batman forever mean what i have no idea forever ever Forever, ever, ever? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that was my friend. Like right off the bat, I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Batman, I mean, Batman returns. Batman yeah, he re- he's already returned before. And shouldn't he, forever be the last movie? In right. The right. I mean, you can't call it Batman. Hey, I'm back again. <laughs> Batman. Back in the he- Batman back in the heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Batman back, back in, in the mask. <laughs> Um, but all I'm saying, yeah, to, to your point, um, like to me, that sounds like, yeah, when, when Bruce Wayne is like becoming too old, like Batman, like going into the, like the Batman Beyond series, right? When yeah. he's too old to be Batman anymore and he like gets someone else to take on the mantle. That makes sense for Batman Forever. Right. This was just Batman 3. Um, anyway. Yeah, you make a very good point. There's nothing that, forever. you know, <laughs> suggests that this is going to go on forever. This is. His first meeting with uh, Robin, the boy wonder. Um, There's a lot of things about this movie. Uh, As an adult watching it, I know it's really bad, but I remember really loving it as a kid. But I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Part of that was because I, one of my first celebrity crushes was Jim Carrey, and I loved Edward Enigma in this movie. It was one of my first crushes, too. That tells you I a lot about me, as that. Jim Carrey is one of my first crushes. Hey man, at listen, 10 years old. this guy was at the peak of his career. This was. He was. And I was a huge Jim Carrey fan. Ace Ventura, Liar, Liar, The Mask, Ace Ventura 2, like whatever. And take him out of this movie, his performance as the Riddler, stellar. His performance was actually really, really good. And, and I would argue at that moment in time, there are only two guys who could have possibly ever played the Riddler, and the other one was Robin Williams. And yes. you know, I wonder if they offered God, him that role. So they, we'll get into uh, that. <laughs> but he's he he was referred to in the casting for this. Oh, he was. So I guess he was just like, no thanks. Uh, a few people were like, no thanks for yeah, one particular people. reason. Um. What reason? Director. Um. So. Okay. So, what about Joel Schumacher? Was it that people were like, no? Well, here's here's the problem: is that like, so this is a guy that directed *A Time to Kill* and *The Lost Boys*, which are like, right. I mean, really *Lost Boys* been. is like a cult classic. Oh yeah, right? I love *Lost Boys*. Um, *Time to Kill* is like to me just amazing, amazing film. Yeah. And then you have a second one now. This one. He did butcher Phantom of the Opera as well. He did do the 
film version of Phantom of the Opera. I have not seen that. Yes, he I've did. seen that. It was not good. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he hits and sometimes it's just a big fat hoofle ball with his movies. Uh, I wouldn't say that Batman Forever is like a terrible loss because you also have Tommy Lee Jones playing Two-Face and right. it's a more cartoonish clown version of it than you see in uh, The Dark Knight and things like that. Uh, I love his version of, of Two-Face. I always thought it was great. Well, you, you used a key word there. And I think that Tommy Lee Jones didn't get the character because he's definitely doing the Joker instead of Two Face. Yeah. So that was, I mean, and yeah, there's a couple things. Like we get a very brief origin of um, the Riddler, and then we get this like they reference it in like a news report about the origin of um, Two Face, and like really like Two Face is a very interesting villain. And I think we really needed that to see that. And there wasn't like it wasn't like there was other stuff in this movie they couldn't cut <laughs> to, to do that. So yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um that was I was a little I need I needed that and I feel like Tommy Lee Tommy Lee, I mean, he's good. Like I've never seen him do that before. Mm-hmm. So that was fun to see, but I don't know if that was two face. Yeah. That's I mean, true. Yeah. It it was it was only two faced in the makeup. That's really about it. Yeah, the makeup's really cool. I love the color scheme yeah. of of his look. It's like a, a pink and a purple, and mm. his hair is like a little purple. I think Drew Barrymore plays like one of his girls in the lair. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like the good Talk one. about overcasting, though, man. Holy she looked smokes. cute. And she looked else. cute, but I was just like, but, Drew but, but, Barrymore, but, man. What, what point in her career is this, though? That was well, I, I didn't look that up yet. Ninety five, so it was probably uh, during one of her the lulls in her career. Obviously, she didn't team up with Adam Sandler yet to do any dates. <laughs> yes, someone that's, else that's plays. Really someone else plays the the girl that is like the gothy lair chick, and I th- the same actress that's in the the series Younger. Uh, she was also yeah. pretty big in the eighties uh yeah they were in that there's so many things in this movie that that just surprised me thinking about it now and um the idea of val kilmer being batman who (sighs) thought that was a great idea (sighs) i mean the saint was the saint even a good movie like hold on now i do like the saint okay what i'm asking i don't remember it well, honest, honestly, I, that that's borderline guilty pleasure for me. But I re, I read the Saint books. Well, it's actually after I watched the movie, mm. but I've read the Saint books, and it's nothing like the character. But I do enjoy the movie. But you know, forget that. Like you know, he was in Tombstone. Yeah. I thought he was great in that. Um, well, he's had other good roles, and this was surprising. Ninety-five. So this movie came out in ninety-five, right? What a good year! In ninety-five, he also came, came out with Heat, mm-hmm. Heat, which is the penultimate yeah. heist film. And what, I'm about, just like, what about heist? <laughs> you see what I have to put up with? Oh, I know. Anyway, <laughs> but he's coming off of Tombstone in ninety-three, The Doors in ninety-one. Mm-hmm. When was that Willow? Was a good movie. When was Willow? Willow, Willow, Willow was eighty-eight. Yeah, 88. 
So he had some stuff. So he had some stuff. What made them think out of all of those roles that Batman was something that, like, I didn't get. I, I think it was just the cleft chin that that yeah. did it for him. It's very difficult with the role of Batman. Like, some people step up to it and they don't really do it justice. And some people step up to it and, you know, they become Batman. And it's really a gamble when you take on that role. Uh, because it's such an iconic comic book character and you can either do it right or people will think you suck nerds are unforgiving yes i oh, am god yes they are <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, nicole I mean, kidman's in this movie looking this is peak nicole kidman too you know i was yeah watching. what are you shaking your head at darren do you not like nicole kidman? i feel like this was batman only fans or something man because <laughs> she was hated from the very beginning of the movie i'm like girl what's going like is is, oh yeah she was down to clown from like the get-go she She was was putting on that bat signal and standing by it like in in lingerie right yeah Yeah. because i mean so was kim Kim basinger in in her defense now this is before texting and this is before you know superhero (laughs) tinder no no she had to do what she needed to do bruce wayne had an eye watch did you notice that yeah. Oh, yeah. You see that I watch when he's talking to Alfred? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so back to, back to, um, I've forgotten her name because she's so forgettable. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Um, dude, honestly, in the first few scenes I saw her, I thought she her voice was being dubbed over. The way she's talking is her accent so didn't, odd. Yeah. Didn't do it for you? No, it definitely didn't do it for me, but it also made me think it wasn't her speaking. So she was heated. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about looking at this movie. It's 95. You know, women were not really fleshed out characters. They really didn't yeah. give her much other than she's got the hots for Batman. No, she was insightful. She knew. Well, she couldn't figure out that he was Batman, even though he was dropping hints. Like yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's she's supposed to be like this brilliant mind that can do like these criminal uh, psych, uh, psychology reports, but she can't figure out that the guy she's making out with is Batman. And, and, and she, and she, and, she and, and he also stands up during the uh, the circus scene and screams, "I am Batman," which apparently she couldn't hear. And she's supposed right to be there, standing so. right next to him, right? <laughs> I'm just like, okay. It was really loud. Yeah, yeah, that's so. And they break up because uh, Bruce Wayne knows that she likes Batman more. Which is is that just a metaphor for celebrity? Is that just Joel Schumacher just like letting Val Kilmer live vicariously through this character? Yeah, that is a great question. If anyone's listening, right, watching. Joel Schumacher, if you're listening to this, please (laughs) let us know your motivations for this. Uh, Other things that I really liked were the riddles that the Riddler left (laughs) with the elaborate cards and stuff and the art direction for that. I think the art direction in this movie does deserve uh, an applause. Like the circus scene looked really cute, cool. Uh, Some of the angles where they shot the trapeze that yeah. was really kind of dope. It um, was a different take from like it was still uh, it had like the goth ness of Tim Burton's Batman, but it was just a little bit gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's probably why I liked it as a kid. I was like, yeah, it's a little bit gay. I love it. Tim Burton was out there somewhere going, oh, man, I just want to be on that set. Nipples. That's all I needed. Yeah, what the fuck was the, I mean, I, I know we haven't mentioned that yet, but that I was so like, this is what why are there nipples really on Batman's uniform? <laughs> Come on, man. You need to know where they are. Like the reason you wear clothes is to hide your nipples. Nipples are the face of the ch- or the eyes of the chest. And you notice, like Nicole, like when she's rubbing his chest, she's she's doing this number. I'm like, come on, come on. I wanted them at some point just to be like, hey, eyes are up here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they, they they could have thrown that in there because there were plenty of like, not even like you know we talk about like when line is cheesy but it still works like we, we have our we have our bond podcast and then they do that all the time but yeah delivery really helps and like val kilmer did not have it no he, he, it, some of his lines it's almost like he had no energy to him well you, you you know what did i read there was one trivia thing that um val kilmer and joel schumacher like had a got into it and like they didn't he didn't uh val kimmer didn't talk to him for a few days on the set like i can definitely see that in this performance like i just don't mm-hmm. think he gave a fuck just yeah. getting that paycheck yeah the 1995 I, batman paycheck it must have, i mean probably a big one yeah it was a big movie at the time i also got the impression that like that joel schumacher was just like okay act cheesy and act bad go like that was the only direction he gave maybe he was going for more of an homage to the television show there are definitely points in which that i get that impression i guess and i think that's probably why i liked it as a kid because when i was a kid i loved that television show it's made it's for kids it's not for adults right it just needed a few dance breaks yeah it was purposely like campy you know yeah it was done that way on purpose but it was they were just lucky that like jim that that was perfect for jim carrey Mm -hmm. but not for everybody else here's a question so one of the plots in this is that edward enigma invents this thing that you stick on top of your tv and it connects to your brain living in 2021 now it's like, uh, yeah, we kind of do that now already with social media. Like our brains are plugged into this shit. VR and what's it? What's the yeah. other thing? Something. Yeah. Again, like VR, I yeah. used to read dystopian literature and like see these uh, plots and be like, that'll never happen. <laughs> Whatever. Right. And now we're living it in this. iPhone watch. iPhone watch. Um, yeah. Well. I just wanted to point. Well, I don't know if I should say before what the fuck, but I'm gonna say no. I don't care. His device. He wanted to put him on every television everywhere. Wasn't that a bit you, impractical? Wasn't no it way. filled with do, diamonds? Well, do you know the reason why they? I mean, they're basically stealing everyone's information and like sucking oh, so up their knowledge and getting their credit card numbers. So it's basically is this a Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy it's it's that you know people think of people think of of these plots and these devices that are gonna alter humanity and then people actually get inspired by these fictional inventions and they go oh yeah that is pretty good and then we We have things like facebook 
Hey, man, you know, they say science fiction is a precursor to science. Yeah. It should happen. The reason why science is the first word in that sentence. (laughs) I'm still waiting for the aliens, but... Hey! Oh, hey! Now hold on. Now remember, the 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 military just said those UFOs pictures they released were real. So yeah, there were videos that came out last week, and they said, "Yep, that's um, those are UFOs, all right." But we're not going to say anything else. I want to see one. I want to see an alien. I don't want to see a ship. Show us the place and area for doing. Show me the alien. Anyway, Uh, Batman Forever. I will tell you something I liked in this movie. Okay. Okay. Because there's only a few. Um, I really liked when they morphed the Warner Brothers logo into the Bat logo, Batman logo. So right out the gate, that's the right out thing. the gate. Yeah, and it's all downhill from there. I'm gonna say <laughs> a bold statement, uh, and I don't think this is true for movies nowadays. In the '90s, soundtracks were as important as the movie. Right? I would say that this soundtrack number one is better than the movie and is probably the best Batman soundtrack out of all the Batman movies. Ooh, even Prince produced. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to say. Oh my God. This has been the latest episode of the download. (laughs) We're going to have to cut the feed. I like to start controversy. Controversy. See, that's a Prince song. So you like the first one better. I do like Prince. That is a good one. But like... uh, seals come on kiss from a rose on a grave like how can you deny that the the epicness of that single in the 90s that song ruled 1995 no no denial there that's i play that song in my show like in my shows and stuff. i love that song and you can't ever stop yourself from going i can bring it to it's always always it's amazing it's a banger as the kids say it's honestly like seal is like one of the most underrated artists in the history of music he's an amazing writer like and this song is like up there for me i just wish that the film lived up to the level of the song the the, the music video for that song is better than the movie yeah it's it's the bat signal it's a cole kidman it's in the way they on graves they should just release the video as as the movie what, well, the, the way they the way they edit that film, uh, the the music video is 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 amazing. It's so good. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It's one giant commercial for the movie. But you know, I, I do have to mention a problem I have with the soundtrack. What's your problem? The problem is that there's like one song that really talks about the movie, <laughs> and that's yeah. the red. That's the Riddler by um, Method by Man. Method Man, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. But. All the other songs are pretty much talking about the Nicole Kidman, Val Kilmer. Uh, some of them. They're all they're all love songs, except for like maybe two. Like the oh, the yes. Flaming Lips song, like set the mood for that the Riddler. I remember that one. one. I remember yeah. this being like one of the few U two songs that I liked. The cover that That's they it. do on. That. I like U two. I like U two. I know I'm Irish too. I have to like you too. So yeah, I guess I like you too. Uh, you're a piece of shite, and you know it. <laughs> they love it. They love you too. Like, don't ever say anything bad about you too if you're in Ireland. Pro tip for media. Uh, I wouldn't. Um, what was I going? Oh, that song you just mentioned, the uh, "Bad Days" by the Flaming Lips. Mm-hmm. Did you, Did you happen to listen to the song or read the lyrics? Uh, I know that song. I listened to that song all the time when I was a kid. It's, it's there's like 
three or four lines of lyrics to the song, but they are very relevant to the <laughs> to the movie, to the Riddler. The the main line is a, and you hate your boss at your job. Well, in your dreams, you can blow his head off. In your dreams, show no mercy. Yeah, I think they play this song when they first introduce you to the Riddler's apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When that he first makes comes sense. Home. See, so the things that, that you remember when you hear uh, these songs, you're like, oh, yeah. I remember that's part of the movie. That, I mean, I, I, yeah, I love that song for that scene. It was like perfectly, but most of these songs in the soundtrack are not in the film. There's I also, like five songs. Yeah. It's also yeah. a really like, great time on? capsule for the 90s because it has every genre. It has a lot of alternative rock in there. Mm. Brandy has a song <sighs> in there. I mean, yeah. come on. So if you had like a time, if you had someone be like, Joanna, what were the '90s like? I would hand them this soundtrack and be like, this "Okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about that. I'm <laughs> gonna think about that." I have no rebuttal to that. I have no rebuttal to that, but I feel like there's gotta be some. I put on that U2 song, and uh, it takes me back to a time where I was living in Northeast Philly as a child, walking home from grade school, my Catholic school. Headed to the house that sold pogs in their basement on the black market. Yeah, there was a house on my neighborhood that did that. And I would just be like, yeah, I'm going to go get my pogs and I'm going to go listen to the Batman Forever soundtrack again. Like, it was a specific time in my life where I just like put this album on repeat. So it's really cool. That takes you back to like a different time in my life, too. Okay. Yeah, I just ref- I just uh, referenced Pogs. If anyone <laughs> wants to, um, yeah, Gen Z, bring them back. Bring back Pogs, because uh, I I was at my parents' house this weekend and I found my old stash of Pogs. So I'm ready to come back hard with it. I got slammers. I got spinners. I got everything. Okay. I I feel like I did that for like two days and, and lost two days, interest, but I do it remember was the like, Oh, it was a huge thing in Philly for like a whole year, and like oh, Philly, you talking to two New Yorkers here? So. Oh, well, we actually like my brother and I had a pog maker, and we would make our own pogs too. Oh, and cool. there, yeah, there was like a house in our neighborhood that would you know have a store in their basement set up of like counterfeit pogs that they've made. We would go there and we would buy a bunch of pogs. And I asked my mom recently, I was like, do you think that was a good idea to let us go to a stranger's basement and buy pogs? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think any adults came with us. (laughs) I just, yeah, that could be a little scary. Come into my basement and for some pogs. No one would let their kids do that now. No, no. I I think we need to start a new podcast called the 90s. And just talk about. Remember, you remember the slapsticks, like for the wrist. What is this? Oh wrist yeah, band? those are yeah. illegal now because they are dangerous. Apparently, <laughs> dangerous. you know, Gen Z thinks of the '90s the way my generation thinks of the '60s, which is very interesting. Uh, it's not interesting. It's, it's depressing, is what it is. <laughs> uh, no, see, like I don't want to look at getting older as a downfall. It's you know we're getting wiser, and we can just, be nostalgic. I, I just I just don't want these future generations judging my my decade. That's all. That's all. I'm uh, I think they love the '90s. Actually, they're all about it. They're trying to bring it back. Okay. Okay. Well. I'm I'm down with that. I don't have to, I don't have to change my wardrobe. That's Here's cool. the thing: you can't bring back the '90s because we have iPhones. We have we're always connected. We have the internet. There's no way to bring back like that time period 
you didn't have a you didn't have an iPhone in the nineties. No, 1995. Oh. I was 10 oh, I years was, old. No I, way. I was, I, I was ahead of the game. I was ahead of the game. No, right. they when did the the iPhone came out in 2006. Yeah, I'm for you for, for 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 you it came out in 2006. <laughs> in New York, I guess they had it a little bit <laughs> oh, earlier. Yeah, we than just chilling early. New York, yeah. New York always gets ahead of time. But 90s, I think that's why to... you know Gen Z is very interested in the 90s is because it's like the last decade before the internet touched it. And it's so interesting to watch this movie and to see that Edward Enigma creates this thing that makes everyone interconnected, but at the same time, it's just a, ma- a front for them to steal everyone's information and to steal everyone's knowledge. Mm. And it's just like this terrible, self-fulfilling prophecy. I bet you never thought of Batman Forever like this, did you? No, no. As a I, being a, prog- a prognosticator I, I, of technology, no. I didn't know that Joel Schumacher was so on top. One of, of one of the last '90s, you know, art pieces to really encapsulate the the decade. I would um, say where this is. So, I also want to just you know because the first couple movies had a an amazing composer. Um, yes. This is this movie flips from Danny Elfman to Elliot Goldenthal. I don't hate the theme, but. How do you go away from the Danny Elfman theme? I know Danny Elfman's so iconic. Always has. Yeah. It sounds like there are like ghost children in like all of the music that he makes. <laughs> yeah, that's just free. He's a haunted individual on some level. So this composer, sure. do you know what else he he composed? What other films he worked on? Are you gonna tell us, or you expect us to know the answer? I'm I'm asking. As uh, a, I don't. I'm I didn't. I, I, I didn't look that up, but. We have this magic thing in the um in the two thousands. Again, now. we oh, have okay. internet. What do so we, we have? Don't, <laughs> we don't have to sit around and be like, oh, I don't know. I guess we gotta look it up. Now we can just type it into our phones. Oh, see, it's auto it's auto correcting for me and everything. Uh, all the work is done for you. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the the World Wide Web's is is telling us. Gen Z, do you really want to have to like pick up encyclopedias or? Like, ask someone else a question? No. Oh, the 90s were not great. so here we go. He partnered with the same director for A Time to Kill. Nice. Heat. <laughs> oh, not, I mean, the same the same director for Time to Kill. Uh, the same actor for Heat. Um, Demolition Man. Hey. He's done a lot of good stuff. So if you want to talk about movies that predict the future. Yeah. That's a good Demolition one. Man. Like people doing high fives, but like not touching. This is exactly where we're living right now. Yeah, um, we're one step closer to Demolition Man. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Pet Cemetery, Alien Ooh. Three, Star Cowboy, uh, Ultraviolet, which I've never seen, but hey, I know what it is. That's not good. Don't worry. Oh, Frida, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Is that a video game? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So SWAT. <laughs> anyway, he's three. Yeah, he he has some good things, but he has some bad things. But yeah, so I mean, he's done some stuff. Darren, oh, is there any on. part of this movie that you actually enjoy? I I enjoyed um um the Riddler's the Riddler in this movie. I very I thought you know he was consistently engaging throughout the entire movie, and I just wish we could have taken and lifted up his performance and put it into like a, 
the Dark Knight or something like that because oh yeah I would love to uh, see Jim Carrey reprise this role dude the because you you've seen him like especially like since after this film right like um, yeah. a couple of the films he's done like 23 23 23 and what's 23. the other one um, the uh, Spotless Mind yeah like oh, especially after those roles and, then, and seeing him be a little more dark with this character with yeah. the Dark Knight would, would what's be that one the table guy Cable guy. Cable guy. This is also he has Absolutely. grown as a person. He's done uh, Man on the Moon. He's yep. uh, he's become a painter, and I think it'd be really cool if someone was like, "Oh, let's put the Riddler in Arkham Asylum, and then have everybody like escape Arkham Asylum." I don't uh, know. If, I don't know if you've watched the Gotham. Because that wait is that how yep. this movie ends? Is he goes? He's in Arkham Asylum, yeah. and he's pretty, pretty much mild. crazy. Well, I think after that, it's Val Kilmer and. Nicole Kidman running but, off yeah. the screen. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't know if, you, if you've seen Gotham and the guy that plays the Riddler in that show. Oh, I have not. Yeah, I think he takes a lot of inspiration from Jim Carrey. Oh, probably. He's this tall yeah, white yeah. guy, very gang- gangly, and like his, his mannerisms sometimes are very similar. I remember the uh, the actor in the television series. It was always like very big eyebrow, very eyebrows, very big facial expression. So the Riddler was always just a little kook- kooky. I love the Riddler. There's um, something about him that's uh, not as anarchy driven as the Joker, but he's still all about chaos and like being. Right. He's like a troll. He's like yeah, one of the first inklings of like what a troll would be. Yeah. Um, I tell yeah, you, if anyone hears this, Jim Carrey, reprise your role as the Riddler. Oh, team up man. with another, team up with someone, and make another Batman movie. Just, 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 just not Ben Affleck because he needs to go. Yeah. Again, well, another actor who tried this role and didn't do it as well. Who's Who's better, Ben Affleck or Val Kilmer? You know, and we'll throw Ooh. in George Clooney and George Clooney because Ooh. oh, it's like mean, bottom of the barrel for me, man. I mean, of those three, I would have to pick Val Kilmer because I love this movie. <gasps> That's right. That's right, Darren. But Not if I have right. to like choose of all of of all of the Batmans, it's Christian Bale. Where are the drugs? Yeah. <laughs> you know he he was he was decent as Batman. He wasn't a very good Bruce Wayne. Uh, I mean, I I enjoy I, I enjoyed his Bruce Wayne because he made Bruce Wayne just seem like the the playboy uh, facade that he was putting on. Yeah. I mean, so they had that one scene where he has the two girls at the restaurant and they jump in like the, the oh, fountain and everything. But like, and then maybe at the party when uh when he has to pretend to be drunk and make try to get everyone to leave in the first in the first film. But like, yeah, they gave us a little insight of why he's acting that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like like Bruce Wayne was like almost always like that, as opposed to like it's it's an origin story, so I'll let it go. But I don't think in the other two movies he was doing much of that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was just kicking asses. Batman! Did Val Kilmer have a Batman voice? Does anyone remember? No, that was just so terrible. About it. it was just like Larry or something. That was his voice. I'm Larry. I'm Batman. He, he, so he had a, he kind of put a little gruff in the, a little, a little gruff in the voice. A little gruff. You have to go all the way. To go all the way with the Batman voice. Like, oh, like, you need like lemons and honey after, after the whole night of work. None of this Hi, I'm Larry. I'm Larry the Batman. <laughs> and I, I, I also can't take like Val Kilmer's like mouth. It's it's not like 
it just looks funny. It looks like he's about to start it smiling like he wants all to ask the time. Persistently ask like a smart ass question or something. Yeah, smarmy is that what smarmy is? Um, smarmy. Good. Yeah, maybe they even put lip gloss on him. I mean, his mouth does look. Oh well, Jim Carrey was definitely put had some blush on them cheeks. Yeah, he, he had some lipstick on there too. I think too. So. And his hair is like bright red in this, which is also really cool for me. I was like, I love it. I, I'll tell you something for him was dope. Yeah, hey, but he switched it up to it that last scene, looking like a yeah, like a diva, like like, like a G, not like a G, I, a diva. I would love to find a jumpsuit with question marks on it. I would wear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you found your, uh, your next little bowler's hat. I would love yeah. to do. I would do a sexy Riddler. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, it's got some clockwork orange in there too. Like, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. I tell you what else I liked about this. So I, I more than one thing, more than just Jim Carrey. Um, it's just like a small thing too, which you might not have noticed. But um, when uh, that heist scene with um, they're at the bank and like they they pull the whole safe out of the wall yeah, the with, the, with the helicopter, oh, yeah, yeah. and then like Two Face like locks the, the steering wheel <laughs> for the helicopter. Oh my god! I know you're and flies it, and flies it into the the, the the Gotham Statue of Liberty's face, and it has like two faces. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a cool video. Yeah, that was cool. And the acid that's in the safe? Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Like, so where did they get the acid? How did they get it up there? Did they put it in the safe before they pulled it out of the bank? Did they get it before or after well, they exploded? Oh, this is very important I, questions that I don't think Joel Schumacher thought about before filming this who uses, who uses a uh, Who uses one of those lock devices on a helicopter? Why? Like, why is that in a helicopter? Like, who's going to steal a fucking helicopter? What, what, what is it? The Maybe that's Jimmy, a joke. What, what's the name of that thing again? Jimmy, uh, oh, um, um, the Jimmy club, Lock. yeah, the club. Oh, the club just, yeah. I don't know where I'm getting Jimmy from. I don't know. The Jimmy Club, Larry, Jim, the Jimmy Club, yeah, Batman. the Larry Club. <laughs> it's um, two faced Jimmy, and this is Larry Batman. <laughs> so, download brought to you oh, by man. Appleton Room. Sorry, I was just throwing some, hopefully, get a sponsor out of this. Yeah, um, okay. So yeah, I, there, there's things. There's things to like enjoy about this, you know. And you know what? You know who didn't have a bad performance in this? Chris O'Donnell. He wasn't oh, bad. Of he was not bad in this film. Like you got that whole, my parents were killed by this fucking dude. I want to kill him without it being cheesy. It was a good performance. It was solid. You know, I feel guilty that we haven't mentioned Chris O'Donnell. Uh, this was when he was pretty on fire at this time in yeah. 1995, and his career. Yeah, his career has yeah. since fizzled out. No, he's a criminal. He's a good actor. What's, what's that TV show? With on LL Criminal Kool Something? J? Oh. He's on it with a show that LL my cool mother J. probably watches. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell, you did great in Batman Forever. I thought, I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. Like, he's got this little bit of cocky to him. But the problem being is that, you know, when, he, when Batman first gets Robin, this is not Chris O'Donnell's fault. He's like a kid. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell was yeah. 25 in this fucking movie, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, you, know. he, you can't find someone so was, for the union under 18 that can do trapeze. It's just too much. Just well, get Chris that, O'Donnell to do it. All right. I'll, so I'll take that because he did a good job. I'll take it. His movies over the that span of time was Three Musketeers, School Ties, The Chamber. I like Three Musketeers. Yeah. I mean... Sensible woman, like stuff. that's probably one of his. Yeah, best. he was he was hot. He was on fire. In he was very hot. Yeah. And then with uh, Batman and Robin, he gets to pair up with Alicia Silverstone, who was also Too very, 
Story on Fire yeah, in the 90s. We do have a clueless episode of the, in the in the archives that you can check out to talk about that. Yeah. Another um, movie that's just a, a relic of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It's iconic for the 90s. Like, yes. People were those characters after seeing that movie. I strive to be those characters after watching that movie. As if. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so here's a trivia question. I'm switching back from. Okay. We'll, we'll, I don't have any more trivia about Chris O'Donnell, but we'll go back to him. Um, so who was who actually played Two Faces alter ego Harvey Dent in the first Batman movie? The first, first Batman movie. Oh, who plays, plays Harvey, Harvey Dent? Dent? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the first Batman. I don't remember. What's the dude's name with the dimple? I can't remember his name. The dimple. Wasn't he? Um... Oh, I can't remember the dude's name. Am I? Hopefully I'm not thinking about Batman Returns. Anyway, uh, you can, but then, you know, now that you said that, I'm just going to give you the answer. (laughs) Um, Billy D. Williams plays Harvey Dent. Oh. Would he he have made a good two-face? That's the question. You're jumping to my question. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, Darren, Darren, you have a new host. Um, You don't need me anymore. Would he have been a better two-face? No. I don't know. No? no. You don't think he could have had that? Not for this movie. Joel Schumacher had smooth. a vision. Yeah, yeah, he needed someone campy, over the top. And so, yeah, this is super campy, over the top. But the Batman movies, you know, before that, had this circus element to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They still had that. I mean, not to, you know, be corny with being Joker in the first one, but even the second one, you know, you had these, like, the bad, the bad guy henchmen were like looked like it was the it was a circus running around Gotham. Yeah, so. I mean, I watched it as a kid. It was obviously kids could understand it because it was campy and funny too. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess Billy D being too smooth is a good reason why he wouldn't be. But you know what? Like before this movie, like Tommy Lee Jones was like he's a serious ass actor, yeah. man. Like, and, and then he did Men in Black later, where he had a little more funnier role, but he was still that straight edge dude. So, you know, don't, don't 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 count out Billy D. Don't count him out. I'm not Billy D. Who who would eventually voice the character in the Lego Batman movie in 2017? Oh, ah. 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 so fun! <laughs> it's so fun when Lego does stuff like that. They definitely are a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The thing I think about this movie is, you know, the Tim Burton's batmans did so well and they were so successful and people loved those movies it probably was very difficult to hand off this franchise to another director i mean everyone loved christopher nolan's vision of batman and then you know when the the new justice league and the batman versus superman came in people weren't as thrilled about it so it's i guess it's really hard to follow uh, a batman that just knocks it out of the park too yeah. Yeah. This was just so bad. This movie just uh... <laughs> No, this no. one's better than Batman and Robin, though. You gotta admit that. Oh hell miles apart, miles apart. I mean uh, everybody freeze. Here's the wait, are there um, nipples on Batgirl? Oh no. If not, that. that's sexist. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's see, see, girl. In twenty twenty one, there would be nipples on Batgirl. Why are they nipples on her ass? You know, like <laughs> no, they'd be the complete opposite. You cancel 
that woman be canceled? Um, <laughs> That's a good social question to ask the audience. Do you yeah. think there should have been nipples on Alicia Silverstone's I, costume? I, I I would love to see the answers because we clearly have differing opinions. I vote yes that. for equality. <laughs> I think yeah, but not all assless chaps. So yes. <laughs> the next best Batman should te- definitely be assless chaps. I'm sure. Speaking, would... of, speaking of bat ass, um, was it? I didn't notice it in this one, but was it the next movie where they like show his ass and when he's suiting? Oh, up? when he suits up, I think they show a, a oh, clip yeah. of his butt in, in this, this one, one too. Okay. Yeah, like completely Like why? Because this show one he's got strong glutes and he can do the work, man. This movie's just a little bit gay. It's a little bit gayer than the other Batman. Can we look up if Joel Schumacher is gay? He is, isn't he? Oh, really? That was a yeah. joke? Um, no. He's, a, you, he's definitely you think, gay. You think he intentionally put that, like, made the movie, like, oh. seem that way? I don't know. Well, let's ask. Did Quentin Tarantino purposely shoot uh, her feet in Kill Bill or anyone's feet in any movie that he likes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he, is he a, so... What fetish is that? What, am I missing? Something? Is is Batman Forever? Batman Forever? Is that is that how it is? I don't know. Uh, I think Joel Schumacher might be bisexual, depending uh, based on the Google search that I made. So yeah, a little bit gay. All right, so they should have called it Batman, little bit gay. No, I mean, it's, it's Batman, fabulous. Better than forever. Oh, different, man. different, different F word. Yes, absolutely. Batman fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> I mean, even 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 Jim Carrey's like outfits. Ryan you know, Murphy, tight. are you listening? Get Jim Carrey back on board. No, do a reboot. Call it Batman Fabulous. <laughs> Have a bunch of I'd villains watch. break free of Arkham Asylum. You're perfect for it, Ryan Murphy. Do it. You got to have RuPaul in there. Got to yep. have RuPaul. Oh, what's, what, what, what role? What role is she doing? Uh, who else? I mean, I would I would love to see Jack Nicholson revive his role. An old Joker? That's terrifying. Yeah. Jack Nicholson a- now is the Joker. Hey, and listen, um, M- Michael Keaton's reprising his role as Batman in the Flash movie. Yeah, so- oh, really? Yes, yeah. sir. So, there you go. Oh, cool. Jim yeah, that's, that's, that's really... Yeah, seriously. Well, Jim Carrey... In the, I, I don't want Jim Carrey anywhere near what Warner Brothers is currently doing. Yeah, I want I want Warner Brothers to just give the fuck up, give it to like Disney, let Disney yeah. take over. Yeah, be like Warner Brothers, we're done. Tap out. We know Yo, you can't you, do this. It's, 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 it's sad. Good it's try. frustrating. And you know what? It's Eat for effort. What they're doing with the TV shows is 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 I think good. I mm-hmm. think because they have crossovers really every good. season, and like it's, I mean, it's, it's interesting. The storylines are cool. Like, but the movies they just can't seem to get the fucking Yes, animation is great. Yes. What if Tim Burton did a new one? I'd, I'd watch it. Fuck yes. Fuck you hear that, Tim Burton? Yeah. Tim Burton, Jim he Carrey. Needs he needs it. He, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would totally need this for his career. Want, would you want to get uh, life support back on your career, Tim Burton? Do another Batman movie. Batman Fabulous by Tim Burton. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds too bright for him. That sounds a little too bright for him. Uh, hey, he he's grown. He's matured. He likes bright colors sometimes. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think. I'm trying. To, this is my opportunity to beg to be cast in a Batman movie. I can't even think of what villain I would want to be. Uh, Catwoman, obviously. Really? Well, okay. What? Come on Cal- now. Like, how about I mean, the Calendar Killer? 
the, 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 the what's it the clock king yeah i want to be one king. of the really terrible ones yeah uh well there, there was a I, I met a full disclosure i've been watching the animated series of batman and oh they nice had, like, they had an episode where they had a because i'm a nerd um they had like someone brainwashing uh celebrities to think that they were super villains and there was like the, oh, condiment, yeah. the condiment king who had like a ketchup condiment gun and a, and, a mustard, and a mustard gun. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yes. Yeah. So condiment king is dope. You, you can be one of those uh, villains. Yeah, let's bring it back to Kathy. I think people after Christopher Nolan, I guess people just want to be too serious with Batman. Maybe, maybe Batman just needs another uh, dose of campiness. Why so yeah. serious? Yeah, I'm Cavity King. <laughs> Oh, that's me. You can ask my dentist. Um, so I have another trivia. I don't know if it's a question. Mm-hmm. Trivia. This is just this is just a statement. Um, according to Jim Carrey, this is from IMDb, so I'm not sued or anything. He did not get along with Tommy Lee Jones, who told him that he hated him in his films. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones Can't told him that he hated Jim Carrey. According to Jim Carrey. Yeah. Why would you do that for a coworker on a movie set? Like, maybe Jim Carrey was just being over the top, like behind the scenes, like in the, the dressing room. He's like, hey, he's Jim, very, Jim, was, Jim, um, James. Yeah. yeah, he's probably very, Supposedly, very over the top. Well, I mean, Tommy Lee jealous of his career or something like that. I'm like, probably. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Why? I mean, they're I mean, so different. Yeah, I mean, this, they're not the same person. But this like, could just Jim, be some drama to pit guys against guys in Hollywood. I mean, but Jim Jim Carrey like was is known for being a perfectionist, right? Like he would do thousands of hundreds, not thousands, hundreds of takes. Yeah. And you see it in the outtakes for like Liar Liar, for example, which are hilarious. Um, and, and maybe like that's just you know some actors are like, yo, dude, just get it right the first time, right? Yeah. Well, like the other thing about Jim Carrey is, and if you've seen the documentary about when he made the Andy Kaufman film, mm-hmm. he can be intense. He can be a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. he's probably on all the time. Uh, yeah. You know how Robin Williams always had that, uh, had to exert energy all the time. I feel like Jim Carrey's that kind of person too. And yeah. it takes a special kind of crazy to really mesh with Jim Carrey. I think I'm that special kind of crazy. I could direct that man. Jim, <laughs> Be careful Jim. what I what I wish for. Yeah, Jim, we have a new director. Forget, <laughs> forget, forget Tim. Forget Tim. It's me. Batman Fabulous. Directed by me. Yes. <laughs> With Jim the Carrey. calendar killer yes. and the Riddler. Are, are you are you are you uh directing and acting in this film as the Yes, killer? I do that all the time. I give myself the best yeah. parts. Yeah. That sounds good. Perfect. Perfect. Let's uh Darren and I will be your producers. Um, I'm going to cast Lady Gaga as Batgirl, probably. <laughs> she would do it. You gonna sing or what's happening? Lady Gaga is Batgirl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got she the gonna, chops but it's, it's, it's gonna like it's, 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 it's batman fabulous a musical now because that, that would actually only fit if in we can get that. bradley cooper to make a, a cameo listen both of you lady gaga is a professional actor now okay mm-hmm. oh wow i'm gonna jump well, through we, the screen we we, we 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 actually also have another episode of a star is born which you can check out um you know what yeah, she well, she's a legit was, actor. Oh, take it easy. Never. She she, she was um, serviceable in that one. No. She was, she, was, she was fine. She was good. She was good. 
I could cast this whole movie. What other killers I could do? I would bring back the Penguin. Bring back Danny DeVito. Let's do it. Yo, he could definitely do it still now, man. That guy still has. Oh, he'd do it like ten times better. Like he's grown as a as a human being, and I I think he could bring a lot more to that character. Did you hear the the rumors around the internet trying to push for Danny DeVito to play Wolverine? Yeah. What? Was it Wolverine? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Some Marvel. Sometimes characters. the internet just doesn't need to be listened to. So here's where here's here's the only place where this makes sense is that Wolverine's character is actually supposed to be like five foot tall. Yeah, he's like tiny. And Jack Human, uh, Jack Human, Hugh Jackman, as great as he was, mm-hmm. was his six foot six one or some shit. So so they got the height wrong with him. They got everything else right, but they got the height wrong. So maybe that's the push for Danny DeVito. <laughs> there's a character called there's a there's a Marvel character called Puck. Which I think would be a better character yeah. for him. I don't know. We'll see. But the internet likes to demand a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so. you can't. You, you can't crumble to their demands. No, because if we did, then they would. Oh, you can't give a child everything at once all the time. Then it would be a disaster. It would be but a nightmare. They should have crumbled when Ben Affleck was casted as Batman, so that he wouldn't be Batman. Um, Is there any what? actor that you would like to play Batman? Anyone except Ben Affleck. Me, I'll be. I'll anyone be Batman. But ben, ben, anyone. You know who I would love to play to see play Batman? Uh, Pedro Pascal, aka the Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian, aka, oh. AKA Wonder Woman's arch enemy in eighty Wonder Woman eighty four. He was super weird in that. Man. <laughs> I was waiting for him to get weirder, and I and he didn't, and it really disappointed me. I want to see him go full weird. I want to see him do like a crazy character. I have the biggest crush on this guy. He's amazing. I, I think, think he'd be he a great do, Batman. I don't think he could do Batman. You don't think he could do Batman? No, I don't think so. Look, but you know, I, I, I'm saying that that's my first reaction. I'll I'll, I'll think about it. There was we can do a follow up episode. Before Ryan Reynolds took on Deadpool, there was whispers about him being coming Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that they, I'm glad they chose Ryan, but you know, who Pascal? Ryan Reynolds as yeah. Deadpool. He's played Deadpool twice, technically. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're, they're they're carrying him on into the the, the new MCU, so. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to take Ryan a Reynolds our... is a national uh, snarky treasure, and we will never be rid of him. He's he's ridiculous. He's a ridiculous human being, like in a good way, in an absolute good yeah. way. Yes, mm-hmm. like he's wonderful. Van, Van Wilder. I, 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 let's let's find out what the soundtrack of that is like, because I will. Uh, be I'm gonna take it back further. Two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Like, Hear that, Ryan Reynolds? I'm a real fan. <laughs> You can have that that trophy. Have you heard? Have you? Did you ever watch that show? I loved that show when I was a kid. No. That was like no. one of the first things he did. It was a television show about two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Oh, see, I, I didn't get that from the title. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was about four girls, a guy, and a burrito place. So. Nope. No. Um. Well, what 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 else do we? I mean, we haven't really gone deep into the music. Um. We talked about bad days. So they have. So you were talking about how this is like a. Is the right word? Amalgamation of uh, the nineties. Yeah, it's a nice um, time capsule. They have Smash It Up by Offspring in here, which is very brief. But Offspring was like big for like a good. Few oh yeah, got to keep them separated. Yep. 
um so they have that song Darren's which, like shaking his head he's so disappointed which is like it seemed like kind of an obvious song this is before know. pretty fly for a white guy this is when offspring was cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. um my brother had like the offspring album with that song on it um, when that song came out i was like what is this <laughs> yeah um, like, okay, but yeah, this I'm is the music they play in the in the movie for um that that gang that Robin comes into mm-hmm. comes into in the streets and like yeah. the song is very like rebellious so like it's kind of the obvious choice but it works and then we yeah. just quickly followed up by Brandy's song which seems yes. a little weird the um the massive attack song the hunter uh gets what's it called the hunter gets captured by the game that's a really cool song uh sleeper hit of this soundtrack again encapsulates the 90s really well because that kind of electronica was really big at the time uh that's a really good song but i really love that one yeah i mean uh, I, I i looked up the lyrics for all these songs but i forgot what that one yeah, I up again. That that might have been more relevant to the, but it was still like, was it still like? It sound the title doesn't sound like a love song, but was it still kind of a love song? Uh, no, it's like a class. It's like your classic alternative song with female vocals about you know being sad and dark and depressed and weird. It's uh, kind of what I like it. Okay, uh, so you the, emo track. The one time uh, too many by PJ Harvey is also a great uh song. Um, like PJ Harvey, you know, we talked about the Offspring, um, the Devlins. Uh, those are all like P- Sunday Day Real Estate. Oh my God, these were all bands that were big at the time. And well, the, P- the PJ Harvey was like this um Fiona Apple type yeah. track, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's a great way to hear what kind of music was really trending at the time and uh get a little taste of alternative rock and you don't really hear that kind of stuff you got you yeah you definitely had the alternative you had that singer songwriter you had hip-hop r&b uh rock yeah i mean it it really runs the gamut as far as music genres um yeah but doesn't mean it's all good but um yeah there's some some dope tracks on there and like especially for like darren and i talk about all the time you know background music uh literal ass music mm-hmm. and then like you know stuff that f- just works it fits and works and whatever or like just or just mood music right so um this definitely has all of those things um the ones that show up in the film but yeah, and i also, remember oh go ahead so there's, there's a lot of songs in the soundtrack that just don't show up in the film yeah i also remember when the film came out they really pushed the soundtrack hard and they, yeah, they were did. promoting it. Yeah. So this was like as big of a product as the movie itself. You, I, yeah. I mean, that's definitely like, you don't see that anymore, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. see like the, the, the official soundtrack. You don't see that anymore. And they did that in the 90s. Nobody sold me the soundtrack to Justice League. So. No. I can but, tell well, you, uh, you know, this, this soundtrack. Yeah. This soundtrack, End of Days, Spawn soundtrack. Like those were the big soundtracks that I really loved back in the 90s and they were just like mm-hmm. 
And those movies weren't that good, but those soundtracks were amazing. End of Days? Which one's that? It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Battles Hell. Oh, my Hell. God, that one. <laughs> the soundtrack was good? Yeah, that soundtrack's got, like, Prodigy like, on it. Uh, yeah. need to check that out. I mean, and, so that falls into the, the Crow kind of vibe, huh? Another good soundtrack was The Crow. We, we See, we, we get to plug a lot of stuff. We have a Crow episode as well that you can listen to in our There you go. Um, okay, okay. I have to go back to the end of the days, man. Yes. I love I lo- I lo- I love me some Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he's one of the most underrated actors in history. Yeah. Just because of what he is, a bot, former bodybuilder. But, he, yo, True Lies. If you watch True Lies, that's his best performance. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's great. It's also very funny, too. It's yeah. great. They're redoing Tom, it. Tom Arnold. What? No, don't redo it. That's pointless. Who's playing You're Jamie redoing... Lee Curtis? Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> um... I, I remember that scene from when I was a kid. I was like, "Whoa!" Uh-huh. Oh snap! Man, well, I guess we should have known from a uh, from uh, Trading Places that her body was like that. But goodness gracious, it's going to be she, a she got, TV she got Twitter. Show. Oh, a TV show! Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a huge deal. That like Jamie Lee Curtis was in her forties at the time, yeah. and they're like, "Look at how good she looks in this movie." I mean, she was she was thin. Yeah, like very thin. Too, too thin. <laughs> but that's what was that's what they liked in the nineties. Very, very thin. Well, that's I'm glad who, we've moved who, away from that. Who, who, who's they? Because there's a certain certain demographic in the in this country. Uh, mainstream not like media. I mean, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole Kidman in this film is very, very tiny. Yeah, but she isn't. She always like I'm like always skinny. I sometimes I always go. I just want to hand her a sandwich or something. <laughs> Big Mac. Yeah. Beauty standards in the nineties were very uh very thin, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, so we need to definitely um talk about quotes in this movie and they don't have to be good. Okay. Uh Joanna, any um, particular favorites? Whenever or favorites? I think of this movie, I always think of the Riddler saying, Riddle me this, roll me that, who's afraid of yes. the big black bat. <laughs> Yes, absolutely that's that's so good that's and, iconic and, and quite frankly like jim carrey i think he ad-libbed 90 percent of his lines in this movie yeah I didn't or at, the end where, at the end where he goes i'm batman and then he's i so let me let me explain to you my level of love for jim carrey i quoted this shit all the time I quoted oh yeah the mask ace ventura liar liar somebody like, stop me Dude, yeah. let me let, here. Here's let me. This will probably give you. A We're gonna have idea. a Jim Carrey episode one day. I'll come uh-huh. on and we'll just, just talk him. about Jim oh, Carrey. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be interesting. I was I was in in math class one day in middle school after uh, Ace Ventura came out, and I was obviously super bored. And in the middle of class, on my desk, I go halftime. And slam my head into the table. I'm sure a lot of children around the world started and doing that. Everyone in the class was just like, what? "Are you okay?" <laughs> my teacher was like, oh. "Jim, you know Carrie, you see what you're doing to the children yeah. of America." Whenever and- I watch football and they miss the field goal, I always have to yell, "The laces were in! They were in!" <laughs> That movie does not age well, by the way. Another movie we have to check out the yeah, soundtrack no. for to see if it works. We've been done. We've done a Dumb and Dumber on this Classic. podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. 
anyway, so yeah, I, I just felt like most of the, while I was rewatching this movie, I was I was waiting for Jim Carrey. Yeah, you just wanted to see Jim Carrey's scenes. You wanted to see yeah. him, you know, murder his boss, steal people's right. brains. Yeah, as opposed uh, to um, as opposed to the scene where, like, right off the bat, like when Batman is about to, I don't know, go save somebody, and Alfred's like, "Can I persuade you to get a sandwich, sir? Uh, I'll get drive-through. I'll get drive-through." Oh. <laughs> and I had to divorce Gruffer than Val Kilmer just now. I'm sorry. I know you did. You did really false good advertising. Besides, he's um, Larry. Remember, I'll get drive through. Even even if he had done it with a gruff voice, it it might have worked. It might have worked. It, I don't know. Yeah, it was the world may never know. Just so bad. Um, any just hilarious. Any favorite or uh, non favorite Darren quotes? Any, anything you got? <clears throat> um, I, I've got a whole bunch. The, 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 so the thing about Jim Carrey is like I kind of when we're doing a, like a podcast and it's a film of his I almost I hate it in a way because <laughs> he rattles off fast so many one liners that are so good that I can't like keep Robin Williams, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like I can't keep track of that shit mm-hmm. I'm like you know, so, well, that, that, that's, so, so um, I don't know if you know about these streaming services. They have um, a pause button. Yeah. yeah I've, rewind and then me, play it. Anyway. Yeah. First of all, we we didn't mention this too. I forgot that this movie was almost three hours long. Oh, is it? What? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It is. It wow. was two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. I There's, watched it so much as a kid. I probably did 40. Either. I looked up at the... Uh, I looked up at my thing and it said 44 minutes that I had already watched and there was still an hour and 40 minutes left to watch. I'm like, say what? Yeah, it's a long it's a, movie. It's a long movie. I would so, say about Jim Carrey's line delivery and something that Jim Carrey talks about in his career is he's at this moment where he's really, really hot, really getting all these roles doing all these characters and at the time he felt like he had to do things over the top and he had to give audiences this you know cheesy uh over the top character all the time and now he has really refined his acting ability and uh reeled it in a little bit so it would be interesting to watch him tackle a character like this because like the sonic yeah. the hedgehog movie has had oh, either of you watched that yet yo seriously i Watched it expecting just garbage, and that movie I, I think about it all the time. Yeah, he was like, he's like Jim Carrey. It was like a a perfect uh a perfect mix between like his over the top uh humor, you know, slapstick humor, and the seasoned actor that he is now. And it's really interesting to watch him um grow yeah. as an actor. So, Darren, yeah. just, just watch that, and, and, and like this movie is almost like a return to that slapstick. Yeah. But as you mm-hmm. say, like he's 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 balanced it. It's it's interesting. I, I I watched it and I was like, wow, I'm enjoying this a lot more than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's um, classic Jim Carrey. It's a classic Jim Carrey do performance. Like a Jim Carrey mm-hmm. podcast, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I mean, but this is a, a, a quote I didn't like but like you know jim carrey like hits his boss over the head with like a coffee mug a coffee oh yeah he's like caffeine will kill you like oh (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love oh, it. Yeah. Only because it's Jim Carrey. Do oh, I? And he's probably saying, Kevin O'Kelly. I just yeah. like think of um fire. What was the fireman character that he did? Oh, fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do a. Oh my God. We could probably do a. Um, yeah. Living Color spin off of this too because we got like dance breaks every fucking show. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the uh, after uh, the after performance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I think we're all oh in agreement god. that Jim Carrey was the best part of this movie. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. Did you, Darren? You never really got to any quotes. Yeah, you haven't told us a quote. The um, scene where uh, uh, he um, he's being accosted again by. Now, um, by Nicole Kidman, and uh, mm-hmm, he's going. Mm-hmm, it's the car, mm-hmm. right? Chicks love the car. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, pretty freaking lame. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like Michael Keaton would have delivered that line better. Yeah, yeah. If he, that's a line that's good, if Michael Keaton delivers it. Yeah, because it's like you know, cool. You know, what would a Batman just, movie be like if like you could? chop up different actors for different elements of Batman. Like we have Michael Keaton deliver the dry one-liners. You have Christian Bale do all the action sequences. That's um, it. You're done. No, you're done. You're done. That's it. Yep. Yep. Just have uh, Michael <laughs> Keaton do Bruce. Wait, now have someone else do Bruce Wayne who a third I, different person I, I, do I Bruce Wayne. Like, I feel like Michael Keaton was a good Bruce Wayne. Hmm. This Okay, no agreement. I want to see three people play Batman at once. Three? Uh, okay, so, okay, of the remaining actors, who plays Bruce Wayne? Because it's definitely not Ben Affleck. That dude was a salty, dry-ass piece of shit. You don't think um, Val Kilmer could just be straight-up Bruce Wayne either? Because you guys said that you didn't like his Bruce so Wayne. So, here's no, from my notes. Larry. Like my, my notes directly say... This is, so. This what about Adam scene? West? Yeah, let's get him back. Um, there's one scene where remember the scene where Val Kilmer breaks down the door to chase, chase oh, right. office, uh-huh. and he's Jeez, just he's, he's 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 stuttering and shit. His performance as Bruce Wayne was more of a Clark Kent than a than a Bruce Wayne, okay. so he absolutely cannot a bad Clark, be Clark Kent. Yeah, maybe like, maybe maybe George Clooney. I don't know. He's the only yeah, option we have what? less. Right? George Clooney would would be a good choice for that. I'm I'm okay with that. Because George okay. Clooney already has that air of like I'm a rich snob. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Val Kilmer's too a rich asshole. Although he's a very nice man, does a lot of charity work. I'm not gonna smear his good name. No problem. You know, but he's probably very it. snobby. <laughs> yes, I, I give the charity. <laughs> I used to be on ER. Did you know that? There we go. Um, <laughs> so. Again, back to Jim Carrey because that's the majority of my favorite quotes here. Like, I loved like what was this one? Um, Riddler to Two Face. Oh, but then it. But then if I talked, what would keep you from slaying me? Oh, segregated one. By the oh, way, that was good. One. Back to back. By the way, that's never gonna heal if you don't stop picking. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that. One. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Like, you probably um, made that up on the spot too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, segregated one. I feel like that everything. He has another one. Where he's like, oh, bifurcated one. Like all that. I feel yeah, that like whole scene. Bad. That whole scene. He just fires off like a yeah. slew of them. I'm just like, it's so you, dude. So you like, <laughs> it goes nuts in that scene. It's awesome. 
<laughs> he's a cartoon character. You see, like, I, that's probably why, as a 10 year old, I was like, I love this. It's like watching a, yeah. a real life Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey is one of the greatest. That's where I get a lot of my acting inspirations. <laughs> oh, well, I have to see some more of your stuff. Shit. I don't know. Um, well, maybe they should have renamed this movie Batman the Riddler arrives or something yeah. like that because this was all about i mean tommy was tommy but this was all about the riddler man it, it really mm -hmm. was yeah. i think they had to because of uh, how bad the, the rest of the batman, movie was no i think that oh, they sorry. had to go with the double villain format like they I, I feel like they didn't they didn't think that just the riddler would hold an entire movie so they had to have True. two villains in it but Jim Carrey could have done this whole thing. We didn't yeah, need yeah. Two Face. What I mean, did we need him for? It, yeah, I'm, I'm, I struggle to figure that out. Like, because at, even at the end of the movie, like Jim Carrey, does like, he provide startup funds for the TV invention? He does. He does. He helps Jim Carrey okay. learn, how to learn how to be a, a criminal <laughs> to get the money for the Riddler it. Riddler so was like, on Shark Tank. Theoretically, criminal. yes. <laughs> But um, that would even be if, funnier if the Riddler was like presenting his idea to like a team of Batman villains, <laughs> like the Joker, oh the this Penguin. Is great, this is a great Key and Peele skit. This is Batman fabulous. <laughs> um, but even at the end of the movie, like uh, the final scene, like Jim Carrey, like Riddler's like, "Why can't I kill you?" Like that's what Two Face was saying the whole movie. So like. Yeah. Yeah, again, to your point, why do we need Two Face? Yeah, Two Face was the one that was like trying to get rid of Batman the whole time. But like, I don't yeah, understand why their his brain gets really gigantic at the end of it. I don't understand anything about the <laughs> just the visual effects of this movie yeah. or yeah, yeah, or that. Or I, yeah, uh, anyway. Um, but we we haven't addressed the best quote of this movie. The best? No, oh, it's the best, absolutely. Um, when they get to the villain's lair and it raises out of the water and it's just like oh. metal and Robin's like, holy rusted metal, Batman. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like, what do you mean? What? It's a it's callback like, to... Absolute yeah. callback to the TV show. Yep. Um, and that's why I let it slide. That's why it's good. It's fine. But uh, there's other stuff that's pretty hard. You gotta put those Easter eggs in there for the nerds. Even in the 90s, they're demanding. What yeah. was the um? What was the scene where this happens? Uh, there's a scene where like Two Face try attacks somebody with gas. Oh, isn't there says, like a ga laughing gas at some? No, that's the Joker. Is laughing yeah, gas? The Joker. Anyway, so he goes like nothing like a bad case of gas. Oh, oh, oh! It's a fart joke. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so there's just been plenty. Of, there was just plenty of bad stuff, and uh, and you already said, "Really, me this, really me that." Um, I think we've covered all the great. Oh, by the way, I've seen your mind, freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that one. Yeah, I should totally mind on people. By the way, I've seen your mind, freak. Oh, that would be amazing. You, I please record it when you do that. It's um, great. Oh, that that's a great line. That brings me back to t calling my brother that when I was a kid. <laughs> so we also have a, um, a segment called What the Fuck Moments. Did you have any, Joanna? 
Um, WTF moments while watching this. Uh, I mean, the whole thing, and we've whole, already talked about movie, it. The, the, the nipples. The nipples. Yes, what, I have that in my list. Why do we have nipples? I thought I mean, you liked in general, it. why do we I have nipples? I thought you wanted to extend it to throughout the Batman universe. I think or, if you're going to put male nipples on the male superheroes, you got to put nipples on the women superheroes. Equality, everybody. Equality. Yeah. Uh, Darren, you have a WTF <laughs> moments? Um, probably that scene where, where Batman comes swinging in towards Nicole and she's like, ooh, hot entrance. I'm like, what the <laughs> <laughs> So basically anything it's that like, Nicole Kidman said. Yeah, pay, pretty much. Like, it was weird because the movie like the first 40 minutes was her just throwing her panties at Batman. And then the bit of the movie was her suddenly getting intellectual and, oh, I can figure mm-hmm. it. I'm like, mm-hmm. that really? was, that was strange. Yeah, the first, the first, when we first see her, she's doing all that, like, like and then she, what, what did she say? Oh. Like, she says something and turns away and turns back and Batman's gone. And like, I'm like, idiot. Um, Everyone knows Batman disappears when you look away from him. Um, yeah, and then she's all of a sudden like this is supposed to be this super... Uh, anyway, I agree with you. And then how does um, she get up on the top of the building to turn on the bat light? Like, seriously, she isn't that supposed to be at police headquarters? Yes. It, it was pre-9-11, so clearly security was down. Ooh, oh, we lost her. I was going to say, hmm. Well... Well, I don't know. She no. up on this is the end. Yeah, she didn't like the nine eleven comment. Um, Damn you, people. Um, well, I guess we'll wait until she shows back up. We will. I don't want to, you know, spit out my gems without her uh, on air. We didn't get any. We didn't get any questions, but I guess. While I'm here, uh, she's not here, y'all, but you can still follow her on Instagram. Or if you want to check out her show, Apocalypse Pod, actually, her show is pretty good, Apocalypse Podcast Network, which is available on twitch.tv. I checked that out myself. Yeah, it's good. It's actually a pretty good podcast. I was on it. So, <laughs> so that, that 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 so clearly it's good if Darren was on. Of course, I only choose the best beyond. I mean, you know, you know. Um. Well, I guess while we're on, uh, the Derek Chauvin case ended today. Yeah, I and, and there was some good news. This motherfucker was convicted on all three counts. Oh, was so, he convicted? You didn't see that? Yes, he was convicted was... on all three counts. Uh, un- I don't know what unintentional fucking murder is, but that was one of them, third degree murder and then manslaughter. I don't know if it's first degree or whatever. So, um, but manslaughter is kind of defined as unintentional murder. Right. So I don't know if he actually did murder. But that Which means was, he won't do 25 to life. He'll do... Yeah, he's not doing life. He's, he got 40 years for one, 10 years for the other. I'm sure they're going to be concurrent. Right. Which is whatever. He'll be 85 if he doesn't get out on... um. What's the word? On appeal. 
appeal or probate, you know, with a good, good behavior or this. Or unless so. someone, <clears throat> you know, unfortunately meets him in his cell accidentally. I will not wish ill will to anyone. I don't but... wish ill but shit happens, may happen to that. What was that dude who was accused of um, um, sexual assault on all those kids and shit and they say he committed suicide and everyone else says, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Weinstein or that one? Yeah, Weinstein. Anyway, um, Epstein. 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 Well, that's good. I mean, one of the that the topic came, the verdict came in, and yeah, it came everybody in, uh, kept preparing for the worst. You know, what it I mean? came, it came in around five o'clock or five fifteen, oh, okay. something that like explains. that. And, I mean, but the, the weird thing is, I, I thought everybody there was a bunch of people on Union Square. I thought they were there for like, for, I thought they were there for the trial to await the response and like respond in kind. And like, nope, it's four twenty today, and they were giving out free weed at Union Square. That's why everyone was there. She said there was computer, like a line. her computer yeah. froze. She's logging back in. Oh, perfect. I mean, not perfect that she froze, but glad she's coming back. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that to people that might not have heard uh, the man that there she is. put his knee on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes. Sorry about that. No problem. We were just talking about some black shit while you were going. It's fine. That's important. <laughs> um, what the heck were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, Darren will edit everything out. Oh, uh, technology is awesome. Um, I'm so oh, excited you, oh, to be yeah. on streaming all the time. Um, well, we were, we, have, we were within the what the fuck moments. The, the w, WTF moments, yes, correct. Yeah. We, we diverted a little bit. But anyway, my WTF moment is Val uh, Kilmer. So we can move on now. Period. That's it. No, that, that's it. His whole, yeah. yeah every, just that. Oh, poor Val. Listen, I, again, I love him in Tombstone. I actually I watched Tombstone. The Saint is possibly my one of my most watched movies ever. Heat. I love him in Heat. Yeah. I mean, he's not as a, a big of a. I mean, you have fucking Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in that movie. So That's like, why he's perfect. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to carry the whole movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and Willow, I think he's really cool in Willow. Like, I, I enjoy Oh, Willow's such a classic. Oh, Willow. So, yeah. you know, it, it's just this, he's not Batman. That's it. Just like Ben Affleck isn't Batman. Just like George Clooney. George Clooney is Bruce Willis. He's not Batman. Uh, Bruce Willis. He's, he's Bruce Wayne. He's not Batman. Yeah. George Clooney is definitely not Bruce Willis. No. Yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Oh, okay. Maybe, so we'll maybe. have uh Bruce Willis as Batman. <laughs> Yo, that would be better than that'd be cool, honestly. I would, right? And Affleck. So he can a barefoot do uh a barefoot Batman. And a building. Kanye, motherfucker. More of a building. <laughs> He'd wear like a t- <laughs> a wife beater over his over his costume. <laughs> you can't see his nipples. Oh. You can't see that exactly. <laughs> um, are we ready for our final questions for our guest today? Ooh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, our first question. 
<laughs> I was thinking about this while watching this movie. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I have asked. No, the answer is clear. Would Tom Hanks be able to be in this movie? If so, in what role and would he make it better? Oh, I think Tom Hanks. Ooh, because doesn't Gary? No, he doesn't. Not in this one. All right. Tom Hanks could definitely play Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. He would make a really good Commissioner Gordon, I think. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I agree. Who plays Commissioner uh, Gordon in this? I, I was like, Gary, Gary Oldman does the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. That's why I had to um, stop myself. Jack Hingle. Yeah. You need yeah, to give I, Commissioner I, I, Gordon a bigger role and give it to Tom Hanks. But he's but he's the same uh Gordon from the first Batman. So he carried over through I, I'm yeah. assuming the second one too. He carried over to the third one. So um yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I Is wanted to give and also think? like but it's definitely like older, like current Tom Hanks, right? You want that older yeah, commissioner. You can use a, a Tom Hanks from any era. Actually, oh, nice. Can you see him as a Robin like in his big days? <laughs> no, he's too goofy. <laughs> he's too goofy. No, um, Darren, what you, where, where's Tom um, Hanks fitting? Be honest, I, I, I Chase Meridian. <laughs> hey, man, there's a, there's a Chase, a male actor, a actor called. <laughs> in, uh, in 24 so you know he brings back his but bosom buddy role um character but Buffy oh, nice. and plays chase meridian um actually that would actually be i'd, I'd be more interested in watching that um okay. no i think joanne is probably right i think i think hey i'll cast tom hanks as commissioner gordon in batman fabulous i would at least watch it because i know <laughs> We are really going to cast together a fucking movie. So, I was toying with Two Face. I was toying with Two Face. Yeah, he would be a really good Two Face, too. I mean, because you say he's goofy, like, this was definitely a goofy rendition of Two Face. So, you know, it's possible. You should just do all the bad guys with comedians. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yo, honestly, I've said this before and I'll say it again comedians are great fucking actors. Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, like yeah. Eddie Murphy is amazing. Like you just because you, see you it have all to tap into that authentic self in order to ch- tell honest comedy and yep. being honest as an act that really helps being an actor. Um, being able to tap into yourself and be honest with the audience, and that's why uh, comedians make really good actors. And we're so very efficient. They're very efficient in their in, in how they portray a role because they're so used to using a limited amount of time on on that stage. So Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's so many examples. It's nuts. I mean, Jamie Jim Carrey. Fox, by the way, I mean, Whoopi Goldberg. Absolutely. We did. We we've also done a sister act episode on this podcast, as you can tell. <laughs> Another staple of the '90s. Yep, absolutely. Yep, um, absolutely. If you want to know yeah. what the '90s was like, watch Sister Act, watch Batman Forever. Watch every movie we do because that's the ones we watched when we grew up. Yeah, we have a lot <laughs> of '90s movies. Nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. So our second. Well, I, yeah, I was just saying Two Face. So second question is: Are you ready? I'm ready. Could 
Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven be in the soundtrack? And if so, what scene? Um, what year did Tears in Heaven come out? Let's it's see. It's irrelevant. It's timeless. No, it isn't. It is relevant <laughs> because, because, number one, it's about his dead son. Okay, it was released in 1992. So I don't know. I, I feel like this is you know, 1995 and this soundtrack really uh, is perfect the way it is. And I don't think it needs tears in heaven. I don't know if it's perfect. Cause you'll have oh. tears in heaven and then kiss on a rose, kiss from a rose on the grave. Come on. You can't have both of those songs on the soundtrack. They're pretty I, much I, the same song. I beg to differ. <laughs> no, I don't think it fits. Hard no, my, veto. My, 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 my note is, I so want to say yes to this question. Um, well, where would it go? Where would you yeah. like to see? I said I wanted to. I didn't say I had an answer for you. When when his when Robin's family dies, is that when you want it to play? When that was exactly, the trapeze? That was, that's exactly no what popped in my head. <laughs> yep, that was it. That they're getting the bomb, and they're gonna they're the whole family maybe, <laughs> pulling maybe, the bomb out. Would you know my name? Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, maybe maybe after one of the really terrible lines in this movie, we could play Tears in Heaven. What about drive through? If I saw you in heaven. What about Uh the end? At the end, with um, when Batman walks up to the where Riddler is, and he's like slumped down, going, "Why can't I just kill you?" And then just would you maybe, help maybe. me stand if i saw you in heaven that would fit because that's the line ja- batman helped him get up and stand i think we found our answer thank you very much let me drop the mic also a podcast you can listen to. oh god yeah i'm not <laughs> I you can't talk about other podcasts except for our guest podcast and this podcast Sorry, that song's gonna be in my head now. Thanks. Well, if you'd like, I can just do a live rendition right now. I'm just gonna make it. <laughs> um, okay, final question there. We, this is the you, most what, important. The final question. It's the final question. Why are we doing Rocky Four, bro? I don't know. You tell anyway, me. Anyway, that, that, that's not. Have you done a Rocky question. film? We haven't. We have not. We have not. There was not a yet. very important cinematic. His, history yeah. right there will you marry me i'm from philly <laughs> um rocky is a really a staple in our american culture and anyone that wants to fight me on this can fight me and i will win because i am rocky we are all philadelphia there you we are there you rocky there you have it. so when we won the super bowl question. we were like that's us we're rocky who's we philadelphia we the New York Jack. Oh, we won it twice in the last. Anyway, uh, anyway, final question there. <laughs> no, we won it twice. A scale of one to ten. What do you What do you give this movie? I'm gonna give this movie eight because I know it's not uh, a good movie, but uh, it's good enough. Yeah. Well, I feel like a terrible human being right it's eight, now. Because it's not a perfect movie, but it's got its moments. But it's there nowhere are, near a perfect movie, and eight is pretty close to perfect. There are quotes that we remember throughout our lives. Like, I'm sure it, like I could put this movie on again, and I probably could, word for word, do all of Jim Carrey's lines in this. Mm. That's most of Jim Carrey's movies, yeah. Yeah, I, and 
you know, it, we're I'm from like a film professor cinematic standpoint. This isn't a good movie, but like from a nostalgia, a time capsule of the '90s, let's give it an eight. Come on. Special oh, guest man. number two, honey. Oh hey, honey. We're we're dog sitting this week. Oh nice. My chihuahua's um, asleep on the couch. Is that who you were asking about watching something in the other room? Yeah, she's very particular. <laughs> um. I man, I feel terrible now because I love Jim Carrey, but I I wrote down five. Mm. Um, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. As much as I love, and, and I was trying to keep nostalgia out of this whole thing uh, because that's a whole big part of it, and like it's my childhood, childhood to ninety five. Yeah, this is childhood. Um, and I love Jim Carrey. Uh, I actually really dig you know Tommy Lee Jones Fugitive. Another yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Oh yeah. my god! What an amazing. Line. You think that that was probably improvised? I think that was probably improvised. yeah, probably. Um, and it's it's just like and the soundtrack like there's I don't love it as much as our guest does, Joanna, but um, there's definitely so I like you too. I like Smart Road. I like the Method Man one because it's very specific. Yes. Um, and uh, plenty of quotable fucking moments, but like you know. The writing was pretty cheesy. The acting's pretty cheesy. I, the effects are pretty cheesy. You guys said set design. I thought this set, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I gotta keep it at the five. Oof, harsh. <clears throat> wow. And the German judge gives it the five. That was more on the Swiss, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Austrian. Yeah, that was the I, the uh, Mr. Freeze slipping in right there. Okay, well, we can do the next one, and I'll give that a two. So. I think they actually like, and again, the '90s. This this would not age well, but I think a critic actually called Arnold Schwarzenegger a gay popsicle in that movie. <laughs> I specifically remember people called saying he was like a gay popsicle. A gay popsicle. Wow. Well, Darren, Darren, you can't top that, so we don't need your rating for this episode. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <sighs> Google oh, gay popsicle Arnold Schwarzenegger and then tell uh, on, me a, on, a, on a scale of gay popsicle and I am not a gay popsicle. It's not a gay popsicle. That was a bad impression. Um, I Chill. so I love Jim Carrey, and I actually Tommy was not bad. Jim Carrey um, gets a ten. Jim Carrey gets a ten. Jim Carrey gets a ten. That's what I'm saying. If if this was just like a Jim Carrey performance reading, I'd say a ten. I'd say so. What I did basically was I took the average, and I just gave it a seven because I'm like the movie to me is a five, but his performance is a ten. So and like so we said, the set design in it, the art design in it's pretty cool. There's just, I think, che- I, think I think everyone just has a problem with the nipples and the dialogue. I didn't even mention the nipples in my explanation. Nipples. That makes it a four. Nipples. <laughs> nipples. <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. You know what? Nipples. Maybe we might, we might get some clicks. We might get some clicks. Batman fabulous. Only nipples. We won't tell anyone we're talking about male nipples, but that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones just seemed like he was um, auditioning for the first Batman. So, no, well, I mean there was movie... a time in my life where I watched this probably after school like it, every day. 
that's that's the thing, right? Like that's why I tried to not put nostalgia into it because I yes, I watched it <laughs> billions of times. Like I ordered pay per view, then my mom would get mad at me and just watched it. Like you get pay per view for like twenty four hours, and I would yeah. watch every single two hours mm. of this movie. So, I, you know, you know, I just saw this 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 this, this in Congo, this in Congo. You remember Congo? Yeah. This movie was nominated for Oscar. Um, best soundtrack, oh. best sound, best effects, Sweet. and best. Oh, they, yeah, the effect! Come on, man. When when did when Seal the get people's... an Oscar? Yeah, best did song. Seal get a nomination? No, no. But, but the thing is, like, got a Golden Globe the... nomination for U2's "Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me." That's the thing is that that's the first song that comes up in the credits, right? So yeah. like that was supposedly like the main song. Have you seen the the the, the music videos for that for the music video for that too? It's animation. Yeah. Like they've got this animated like I comic think I book. It. Yeah. Music video. I didn't remember it. And I just I watched all the I watched it, you know, before now and I'm just like it was Seal did win um a BMI award for this for the song. Oh, good, because that's what matters. Good job. Yeah, yeah, no. This this song is. We love you, Seal. There used to be a graying die. You know, like it's the lyrics are amazing. Yeah, he's a great power alone on the sea. Like just visually, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like I'm like I'm like ignoring you now. Go listen to "Kiss My Rose on the Grave." Sing it to your heart's content, top of your lungs. I'm overdue for a live stream, and I think that's got to be in my fucking. Have you heard? List. Have you listened to his um, Seals album, The uh, Human Beings? Is that the the like one of his first ones? Like the one with that crazy you know, and probably after his second album. It might have been his third album, fourth album. It's really good. Human Beings, great. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's before he started doing all that, like, show tunes and covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on now. He, yeah, he come out with two albums called, like, Soul, Soul 1 and Soul 2. Hey, man. Yeah, it's not bad. It's all covers, but it's, it's dope. Some dope shit. No, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that this one was more of his original stuff before he started doing covers. I mean, well, it's actually, is it crazy? I think that was the name of the whole album. He's got the song "Crazy". Crazy is the first one. Yeah, um, that album is is sick. That yeah, that was the first. I mean, I yeah, that was. I heard that when there were still record um, stores in Tower Records. I was in Tower Records standing online, and they it was just debuting, and I was just like, "What is this?" They were like, "Oh, this is a new guy named Seal." I was like, "Oh, I gotta have that," and I bought that. I was like, "Oh." Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even tell you if I've listened. I, oh, I probably have listened to it all the way through, but like specifically, like crazy is like his his all time hit. Yeah, we're never gonna survive this. But he's got killer on that album. He's got future love paradise, and those three songs alone, like he didn't would almost not need the rest of the songs on that album. Yeah, after the yeah. dope. Anyway, enough. Nothing, nothing. This is a seal podcast. Hey, that's coming. We're gonna do a, a a seal and Jim Carrey podcast. Nice. Yo, man, they they should just do Very movies in. together all 
time. Where we figure out that um this some of Seal's albums sync up perfectly with some of Jim Carrey's movies. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, quite frankly, he's got a song called Crazy, so I'm sure we can find a movie by Jim Carrey. We'll figure it out. Uh, so Joanna, what are you up to next? What's up? What's new? What's going on? What do you have happening? Well, this Friday I am broadcasting live at twitch.tv slash apocalypse podcast network. We're doing uh the Chromaticast, which is a podcast about Lady Gaga because I'm obsessed with her. And we are going through her first album, Song by Song, uh the Fame Era. So we are talking about AA. There's nothing else I can say on Friday. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tune in. And uh, our special guest is Dylan Adler. And he's very funny. It's going to be a good time. But you, you don't need a special musician guest to be on that one? Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> hit you up. Well, we're going through every song. And then we have uh, special guests come on and talk about why they like Lady Gaga. And then we have a section called Prove Your Stupid Love. And they have to prove their love for Lady Gaga to us. Me and my co-host, Callie Tripodis. We are Lady Gaga's best fans. Do you need people that are not Lady Gaga fans? No, we don't need them in our life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll get back to you on that. But you should listen to the podcast and then you will appreciate the genius that is Lady Gaga. Because we do deep dives. What time is that happening? 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 4 p.m. Pacific time and Saturday. we are we are uh, Friday night so we are also working on uh, turning all these live tapings is what we're calling them into audio episodes so hopefully we'll be able to release the first three episodes in the beginning of May and uh, be able to reach all the little monsters too so and how are you releasing it? Is it going to be like a like a podcast like an audio thing? podcast uh, yeah audio podcast on it streaming is everywhere wherever you get your podcasts but if you want to check out the live show it, that's at twitch.tv Perfect. Watch the podcast block on that one. You saw it. It's down there. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. There you go. It will be in the show notes. And I also have a podcast called Apocalypse Now, where I ask people if they think we're living during the end of the world. And after 2020, the answer has just been yes, we are. We're living during the apocalypse. I so, mean, I think even before that, we probably could have said yes with. Like, yeah, the show launched in 2017. Net, so I kind of. I called it. <laughs> the end. Yeah. No argument here. I got all this all the apocalypse cred now. <laughs> and I have another show on Twitch called VH Smash where we talk about really bad 80s and 90s movies. Maybe we'll talk about Batman forever at one point now. I'm very inspired to do that again. Uh, and we also do improv games and... Uh, different. We, we create songs. We have interviews with characters from the movies. So we do. It's not just talking about the movie. We do a lot of different stuff. It's a smash. Are being, you saying? Are you saying we just talk about the movies on our podcast? I'm you? saying that uh, my co-star Will and I we're striving to do something different because this is the year 2021 and we're bored. So we're going to try to any um, excuse to try to make jokes. Honestly. Can I be a guest and talk about Titanic? Because I've been holding on to some things for some time now. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll talk to my co- co-star and see if uh, we can get Titanic. You think that's a bad movie? 
I've been holding on to some things for some time now. <laughs> hey, there's, you know, I do have a strong opinion on Titanic. Uh, you know, I, I really got pressured into watching that movie and all of the girls in my grade school were just obsessed with it. And I was just like sitting in the movie theater for three hours. I'm like, when's Leonardo DiCaprio going to die? Spoiler alert, he dies. I was really bored. I liked watching the guy hit the propeller. <laughs> I got kicked out of the theater that I went to go see it because <laughs> we were in there like the, when he was dying. Were you we the were black people in the theater? Laughing and laughing. Oh. And they were like, they kicked us out of the theater. So, Hey, yeah. Titanic is serious. It's a serious movie. It's supposed to be a serious movie. Yeah, it got a lot of yeah, critical acclaim, but like watching it now, it, won, it, it doesn't won, hold up. It won an Academy. It won Best Film. Yeah. 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 Oh. Not now. Yeah. Not now. We'll we'll keep in touch. That's a good point. <laughs> anyway, Aaron, and that Celine with... Dion song. Oh my God! Don't get me started about that song. So I already asked you to marry me, right? You did. Right. <laughs> just 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 a second. Just a second. <laughs> um, uh, Aaron, what nothing do you have uh, in your mind? <laughs> I have nothing. No. Um, actually, this week I actually have a. I'm I'm doing a lot this week. I got oh so I have God. another podcast called Twelve Million, which I do with another gentleman, um, Akbar Majid. Not, not, not this gentleman. Darren's You're got like fifty show. different podcasts that he's doing. I know. Yes, I really do. It's not good. And he has um, fifty different gentlemen on the side. <laughs> well, you know. It is hey. fabulous. Um, get that work done. Aaron, fabulous. That man, fabulous. <laughs> um, so we're, we we have three shows this week. Three shows. Three what? shows. Yeah. Twelve million has three shows this week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got a. You didn't get one with a. You didn't lock one in with uh, Ezra yet. Did you? No, actually, that's on my to do list tonight. Okay, so three 12 million shows. What uh, do you have any Oba drop the mic this week? No, I'm on hiatus for a drop the mic until uh, the 1st of May. So, oh, yeah, I gotta I'm... take a break somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta take a break, but um, breaks, breaks are for the week, exactly. As I drink uh, non vodka. I'm Darren Fabulous. Um, so I, no one asked me, but I, um, I am almost, I'm past halfway through my latest James Bond book for our download 007. When, when, you know. I'm getting there. I'm, getting there. I'm, I'm reading the books, then we watch the movie, and then we do the podcast. This is very important. Wow. It's intense. You know what? I, I This is the most I've read. <laughs> Hey, there's life. a first time for everything. No, I didn't say it's the first time. I said it's the most I've ever read. So no, actually, in, in, in college, I did a, 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 I did a film and lit class, and my final report was on James Bond and the Saints books, films, and books, films. Mm-hmm. So I got a fucking A plus on that motherfucking thing. So nice. I'm just following. That you still hold on to that A plus. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. I, it's the reason I graduated. Um, <laughs> So, 
anyway, so that's that's what I'm doing. That's my main focus. But I need to do a live stream soon. And now after this conversation, Kiss from a Rose is going to be in that set list. Nice. Cool. I wish I, I wish we could do a. Um, it's not easy to do a like a live stream of yeah. multiple different locations because like the timing, <laughs> the delay is off. But like I would definitely have you guys jump in and be my you know, backup singers for that one. <laughs> that song I mean, needs backup singers. It does. I, I well, you know, I've never had backup singers for that. I've done that song once with a full band. Oh no, I did it twice. But I did it at a wedding once, and the the wedding band played it. It was amazing. It was fucking. My bassist had a wedding. We did that Aww. song, and his wedding band were a bunch of his friends, and they we didn't even rehearse that shit. They rehearsed it without me, and we just did it. And they were like, ah, yeah, yeah, and like, baby, like they were singing the backup for everything. It was and tears all over the place. <laughs> uh, pretty sure the bride and groom were crying. But people were like surrounding us. Yeah. They were in arms swaying back and forth. It was, it was yeah, pretty yeah. fucking epic. <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Um, yeah. No, no, it's not enough about me. So what else? I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I'm done. <sighs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Well, I think we've run out of road. <laughs> Unless we don't start talking about Alfred. We didn't even talk about Alfred yet. But um, We did. We did. I, I said a quote from him that uh, Val Kilmer ruined. The, the I'm gonna get takeout or drive yeah. through. Yeah, drive through. That's no, pretty horrible. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did I? There was a. There was a. Let me just check my quotes. Oh yeah, there was a what the fuck comment. Uh, I think this is when they were figuring out the riddle, the final riddle. Mm-hmm. And Alfred goes, oh. "You really are quite bright, despite what people say." <laughs> oh. What do people say about me? Yo, well, damn, damn, Alfred. Yeah, that's like something only your like butler, your family butler, could say to you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Batman, otherwise he'd be on the unemployment line. Yeah, <laughs> so. Alfred's the only person that can give Bruce Wayne a little bit of a jab because yeah. they're family, yeah. right? Family that he pays. Everybody else dies after that. But oh man. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad we got to that at some point. That's nice. There you go. That's why they call me the host. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You're the one host. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. This anyway. Joanna, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thank you for on having the show me. today. This was fun. This was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Thank you for this suggestion. I'm going to uh, blast the soundtrack while I cook dinner, and I will absolutely be singing To Kiss from a Rose on a Grave. And I hope both of you do that as well today. Um, and everyone listening, kiss, fabulous. kiss I'm, that I'm, rose on the grave. I'm going to go play this on my guitar as soon as we fucking finish this. That's, I haven't played that in a while. Um, mm-hmm. But we really hope you're more... Yeah, that sounds about right. But we really hope you, you come back. Yeah. Let us know another film yeah. you want to do, and let's do this again. Yeah, and I will definitely uh, talk to you guys about VH Smash. Maybe we can trash Titanic together. God oh. willing. God willing. If only, yes. Yeah. Unless, unless Darren likes that movie, which I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I fucking hate that movie. Hey, oh, my God. See, you know, you said you didn't like that I would song, rather, rather yeah. watch 
Do you want me to tell you a childhood memory that I have? I did not know that song was really cool and popular. And I was like in school and the teacher let us put the radio on. And I was going through the radio to pick a station. And I went right past that song. And all of the girls in the classroom screamed. They're like, no, put it back on. And I was like, I have no idea what this song is. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, I got in big trouble for skipping over that song. It's burned into my brain now. Thanks, Celine Dion. Yeah, between that, between that movie and the, uh, I think, um, what's the the Notebook? Those two movies freak like, like I just no, I can't, can't do it, can't, I can't. Unrealistic I have, I, romantic expectation is what those movies are. Lowered expectations. <laughs> um, we need to have a rom com where people get ghosted. That's the rom com. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be cool. I, we, that, yes, let's do that. But is that our next film? Yeah. After Batman Fabulous? Batman Fabulous and then Ghosted. Okay. Ghosted. Great. Every I week mean, is a different cast because each week someone gets ghosted. Yep. So we don't hear we don't hear back. No, the ghoster. Because we don't <laughs> hear back from them, they're gone. Um just, this is this is this is amazing. This is a really good idea. <laughs> It's a team called Ghosted, and every week one of the main actors is done. That's it. And they never come back. Yes. This is a very brilliant idea. We have to cast like really famous like actors that people love and they want them to stick around. So that when they ghost, people really feel it. Okay, okay. I'll be in it. Like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I love Ryan Reynolds. Never shows up again. No, he's gone. He's he's, he's more B list compared to me. No, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's that's actually good we, idea. we just aired this live, so everyone has this idea now. Oh, so. damn it! <laughs> damn. Well, it's Copyright. documented. It's documented that we thought of the idea. What time is it? It is seven fifty-five p.m. on four twenty. We got it's ours. So yep, we're All gonna right. sue you if you come out with it. We're gonna sue you. Come with it. Come with it. I'll put on my Batman suit with the nipples on and get you. Yep. Anyway. You know he has right. one already, right? I do. Yes, I do. And I expect nothing that. less. Uh, okay. Um, That wraps it up for another episode of the <laughs> Download Podcast Show. This was fun. Um, thanks, Joanna, for being on the show today. Thank you. And, uh, guess that wraps it up i am darren jenkins i'm chris saunders and this was the download, download. you did such Bye a good job with that <laughs>